Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Thank you for listening to this DuPont Media production, available on all major podcast platforms. This is Rod Peterson On Demand. Right now, the Vegas Golden Knights vanquish the Montreal Canadiens. They thrashed them. How about that? Carey Price went into God mode again, but it wasn't enough. They're not good enough. I'm sorry. They're playing the number one team in the National Hockey League. That's the Vegas Golden Knights. Montreal's, what, 16th? There is room on the Vegas Golden Knights train, and we're not taking you to the train station. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Good one, guys. Good one. (laughs) Welcome to the RP Show. Don't mind me. We got a heck of a lot done here, Darren. A lot in our morning meeting. Did we ever? But the one thing that I did not get done was sending out the tweet to the world of how they can watch and listen to the show here right now. So, how you doing? I'm I'm great. That's good. Yeah. No, the morning meetings. I don't know what's up with them, but they're getting better. they, They started. They've ramped up. I don't know if it's not that we've ever had a lack of positivity or excitement around here, but uh, partly CFL related, partly sunshine, warm weather, but all kinds of things, planning, all that kind of stuff. (sighs) Tweeted. Good. Uh, We are not on Game Plus TV this week, so I had to tell the world that uh, you can watch us on YouTube, Facebook Live or listen live. At rodpeterson.com slash listen live. It's a 24-hour sports radio loop, okay? I feel like we need to just shake people into reality on that. If you ever want to listen to the show live, well, sorry, on a loop, it's just like Howard Stern, but digitally go to rodpeterson.com slash listen live. Anyways, how about that? How about that? How about that? We've lit a few fires today. Didn't mean to. D- 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 don't say we. <laughs> I did nothing of the kind. Uh, yeah. Just getting my cord ready here. Um, coming up on the program today, uh, Leader Post, Saskatchewan Rough Riders beat writer Murray McCormick to talk a little CFL green and white. Darren Bombing from Winnipeg. Uh, reporter out there from Winnipeg covers the Bombers. He's also with NHL.com. And then a late ad, Rod Black here. He'll be joining us in hour one, and who, who he does not need any introduction. Blackie. Yeah, but he was a late ad. I don't even have him in my notes here. So that is coming up. And one of the bombs that I dropped was simply the poll question today. Let's get that out of the way first for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center. We are, what, six weeks away from the start of the CFL season. TSN has not yet named their lead play-by-play guy. Because Chris Cuthbert jumped over to Sportsnet. Remember that? Yeah. Pre-pandemic times. Or was it during pandemic times? I don't know. I'm completely lost time-wise. But Cuthbert's gone. So the four options that we came up with here, just off the top of our heads. And and, and already we're getting blasted for that. I got Rod Black, Gord Miller, Rod Smith, or Farhan Lalji. And running away with it right now is 240 Gordy, Gord Miller. And I'm not sure Gord even wants it, (laughs) okay? Uh, 
who it's James uh, Jermaine Franklin came on here and said he'd like to do it. Remember that? Mm -hmm. James Duthie came on this show. He said he'd like to do it. And then I got people writing me. Evan Dom, the PR guy and brand guy for God's team, the Regina Pats, he's writing and saying, what about Dustin Nielsen? He's already the third guy. I wrote him back and said, there's only four options. Rod Black, Gord Miller, Rod Smith, Farhan Lalji. I've left off Jermaine Franklin, James Duffy, Dustin Nielsen, and these guys are all in-house. Right. <laughs> we didn't even bring in a single name from out of house. Right. So people are really going wild with that. Jeff, the Stampeders fan, chimes in. Didn't, didn't take him long. He says, look for a female in that group, Rod. Sure, why not? Why not? I, did, I, don't, I only put four names up, and I'm just getting nailed to the cross as usual. I don't think there's one that's done football for TSN yet, is there? I don't think I have no they've idea. Put one, had, a, had a female call games yet. But if there was, I'm trying to think of who would be the most qualified. Um, but that's interesting, too, to see if, if there's a female name that steps up, much like Leah Hextall is doing in the NHL and others calling games. If that'll translate to Canadian football, that'd be interesting. And then just before the quick six, I didn't even know, but I guess they were talking about us on Calgary Sports Radio yesterday, Fan 960. And uh, over to you, Moose, because I didn't even know this until you informed me this in the morning meeting. Well, Ball was on, right, of course. So your, your name obviously comes up whenever that happens. <laughs> I don't think, you know, this came from, from our, our sales manager, Jim. He was listening to the radio and, and gave me the call. And he's like, they're talking about you. They won't mention your show by name. They just said a little bit to the east, but... Uh, but they're talking. But then about my you. name came up. Yeah, I think they they did mention the show. Uh, it was mo. It wasn't really about you. I don't think it was mostly about Charleston being on, and uh, I think Bo alluded to uh, Calgary whiffing on that one. I don't know. I didn't listen to the clip, but uh, along the lines of you know we yeah we caught him. We thought he was at the end, and then he goes and leads the league in sacks for three straight years. That's what Bo said. Yeah. Um, just on that. So many people, mutual friends, okay, of Bo are saying to me, can you guys just make up? You got to make up. Chucky said it yesterday. Ben Hebert has said that. And um, apparently he's, he's ready to. But I said, it's good, for, it's good for business. I don't really care. And you know, if I'm getting it, he's getting it too, right? Mm -hmm. Bo's getting it too. Oh, yeah. So, and then as our sales manager in Calgary, Jim said, can Rod just get over it with Calgary? And what did I say? I'm not the one with a problem. Calgary is. I'm ready to get over it when they're ready to get over it. What do you tell me, Rod? What is your role in this? I don't know. Examine your role in the situation. Oh, yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm good. I'm good. Okay. Quick six show topics, please, Jordan. Thank you. And I didn't even bring up the podcast that I was on. <laughs> Those Calgary. were the real bombs. Those were the real bombs that I dropped, in which the interview, by the way, was last week. It just got posted this morning and <laughs> whatever. Number one, and this is the warm-up, by the way, brought to you by E. Cold Electric, your complete electrical distributor with locations in Regina, Esteban, Swift Current, Yorkton, and Moose Jaw, Saskatchewan. E. Cold Electric, let's get to work right after coffee. Tampa Bay 4, New York Islanders 2. Last night, and, and a complete abomination of officiating last night. Um, I used to really dislike referees, and it was really mutual. 
Did I ever tell you the story about the night in Bonzini's when one ref had to pull another ref off of me? <laughs> it came at me. Just yeah. to give you an idea how it used to be. I remember sitting at a parking lot, Shoppers Drug Mart on 8th Street in Saskatoon, and Mike Hassenfratz. You don't remember Hassie, do you? Old WHL, uh, he went to the uh, NHL. Okay. Lives in Nashville now. Anybody who knows Hassie would remember this, what he's like. He's like, yeah, the guys are tired of you roasting them. You're going to have a problem if you don't stop roasting all the other referees. And I said, tell them to be better. (laughs) How'd that go over? I'm over it with referees now for the most part. But last night, they really crapped themselves. The goaltender interference penalty on Braden Point and then six skaters on the ice for Tampa when they scored the game-winning goal. And God love Craig Button, dear family friend, but he said, ah, the team should just get over it because they evened out. (laughs) I was like, you can't honestly believe that, Craig. Obviously, that's just what you say to allow the coaches to get to sleep at night because they're so mad. But that doesn't fix the problem that I can get the officials miss things. We all make mistakes, obviously. I've made five today. I'm okay with that. But when you've got video replay, particularly on a goal, and I've seen now where a goal will be scored and they'll rewind the tape a minute and a half to an infraction that happened earlier, a minute and a half before the goal and, and nullify the goal for the because there was a hook, whatever. Yeah. And you got six skaters on the ice and you don't nullify the game-winning goal. Shame on the NHL for that. And that's why I fear that officiating in hockey and actually football too will never be fixed. Never. Because they're blowing it on with the benefit of review. And if you count the guy who was at the bench about to get on, like get off the ice. Seven. seven. (laughs) Exactly. And I'm very much in the pool and I don't, I don't talk about the referees. I kind of despise I despise criticizing the referees. I really don't like it. Mm-hmm. And I don't like talking about it. I'm in the I'm a thousand percent into the side of the officials don't impact the game. They don't. I think the players do. I think you need to overcome bad calls. That's part of it. But last night did it was kind of momentum changing. It was a two-nothing game. And Braden Point gets cross-checked into the goaltender and gets the penalty. That changed the momentum of the game. And so, yeah, you, you know, the hockey gods kind of even things out. But all of a sudden, the Islanders had life, and then they started playing well, and they were kind of dictating the game for a little bit. And then the goal happens. Palat scores the goal with seven skaters on the ice and made it 3-1. And that completely derailed the game, and it never came back from there. It, it, Tampa just tilted it, and it was all the way, um, it was over. So they did impact the game in a, in a big, big way last night. It was tough. And for those saying, you know, that the too many men didn't matter, didn't impact the goal, how do you know? You got six guys to cover. How do you choose who to go after, where you go? You're worried about different things. It's a penalty. It's still a penalty. Like, and it was pretty obvious. So it wasn't a good night for NHL officials. That's just uh, pointing that out. Um, Costa Marigas checking in in real time with Costa Marigas. Morning, team. Thank you, Costa. Good morning to you. And I'll be on his show this week talking CFL. The return of the CFL. Point two, Montreal at the Vegas Golden Knights tonight, 7 p.m. Mountain. I haven't put much thought into the game tonight. I'll get the usual text from my brother for game predictions of a score. He nailed the 4-1 final. My brother did. I said 5-1 the other night, and I was just praying for an empty netter to be right and beat my brother, and it didn't happen. They tried. 
Oh, yes, like they even, kept trying. Even yes. Mark Andre tried. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but my brother nailed it. I'll be interested to see what his take is tonight on our Golden Knights, Canada's team, looking to go up 2-0-1. The beaten-up, injury-riddled Montreal Canadiens. Point three, the Yankees beat the uh, Blue Jays last night 6-5. The Jays blow another save. I think it's six blown saves in the last 30 days. And people are getting restless. It's June 16th. Did you see Charlie Montoya after the game? I don't know if you did. Oh, He's yeah, like, I'm sti- sticking with our guys. He's like, it seems I like, like every month. <laughs> right. We got to talk about this. Yeah. Well, yeah, they keep blowing the game. I do appreciate that. I love that Charlie Montoya is back in his guys because guess what? What's criticizing them going to do? Right? You know, behind closed doors, you're working with them. Like, you got to be better. Mm-hmm. But it's not like you're going to sit there and blast them and bring somebody else in because you got nobody else. So until a trade's made or somebody's brought in or a move's made, you're, hey, they say dance with the girl that you brought, right? And that's what he's doing. That's what he's doing. And that will go a heck of a long ways in his clubhouse. Big time. So, but what I do enjoy from a Blue Jays perspective, the good news is people are so ramped up about the Blue Jays. I mean, for the younger people that don't know, we went 20 years without caring or really in Western Canada, really paying attention on a game-in, game-out basis. And Canada is dialed in on the Blue Jays. And that's the good news. Point four, CFL stuff. We should really get out that Chris Larson, the Ottawa Red Blacks player that was accused in that... I'm just going to use the term gay bashing. I hope that I don't... That's not wrong to say that, I think. The incident? That's pretty fair. I don't fair. think. That's what we used to call it. I, I don't know that what the term is now, but he's been cleared. They said at worst, he was a witness, but he's no longer a suspect. So let's get that out there for Chris Larson. I don't think this story's over yet, but I, yeah, I think it's his lawyer, and even he has mentioned he feels somewhat vindicated in that. Uh, leftovers from the Charleston Hughes interview yesterday because he dropped so many bombs. It was, <laughs> we're sitting and picking up the pieces afterwards. Says the Argos are, have, are not buying a Grey Cup. Um, I'm interested to see when they come out of training camp who they keep. Are they over the salary cap? It's the way Murph does business. Signs everybody and then just tosses them overboard when they, week one comes. Hey, there's plenty of intrigue, though. He's going to have a lot of eyes on training camp. That'll be the training camp to watch in the Canadian Football League. And you look at a couple of three pieces for me. Bishop Sankey at running back. Kendall Wright at receiver. Both former Titans. That's not why. And Martavis Bryant. Right. Three NFL castoffs. And we always wonder how they will do in Canada. Well, those are the three, three guys. Can they come in and have success and get their football careers back on track? That'll be very interesting in Toronto. So do I think all three, you know, end up on on day one, you know, the roster on August 5th? I don't know. Probably not. But it'll be a lot of uh, a lot of interesting uh, discussion from now until Mark Tavis Bryant's name came up. Yesterday, and last I heard, he was playing in the Indoor Football League. So I don't know if he's going to be back with the Argos or not in time, potentially. By the way, I see more people upset. Looking at our poll here for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center, who should be the CFL on TSN's number one play-by-play man? Rod Black, Gord Miller, Rod Smith, Farhan Lalji. And people are getting really upset that Dustin Nielsen was not included in the poll. Can I say this? How about seniority? All those gentlemen have been there longer. Maybe this is only side one of the bracket. Exactly. Do I really need to explain myself? 
Maybe we'll go to uh, to that degree. Bracket two. Point five because we're running out of time on the warm up here for E Cold Electric. Ooh, I was happy to see this yesterday. The Western Hockey League had their annual general ma- uh, meeting yesterday, and they said that they are planning to start October first this fall for their 2021-22 season. They expect a 68 game season, and they expect full arenas. There's not much more to be said about that. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Really, awesome. really, really awesome. Can't wait. And uh, point six, soccer stuff. Apparently there's a lot going on. It's a little like curling to me in that it's just it's a tidal wave of soccer going on. You got the Euro thing, and I guess Canada, they shellac Haiti. I saw the highlights last night. That had to be the misplay of the day. The misplay of the day. The Haiti goalie. Did you Ooh, see it? I did. And I know Canada, by all accounts, was playing pretty well. I didn't watch the game, but they were playing really well. So they deserved to win. But that's tough. The goalie missed it. And then he went to kick it out. And he accidentally kicked it with the wrong foot into his own net and whiffed. And that's, that's one of the worst own goals I've ever seen, if not the worst. Really, really tough. Uh, yeah. Um, Troy Durrell says TSN should bring in Mark Lee for a play-by-play. Loved him when he did the CFL on CBC. Uh, Jeff Stamps says seniority be damned. TSN needs new blood for CFL broadcasts. I don't have an opinion, won't have an opinion, but you're welcome to yours. That's what we do here at the RP Show. And this has been the warm-up for E-Cold Electric. Rod Black joins us next. On the way, Darren Bombing. From CFL 360 and uh, NHL.com and uh, Murray McCormick. You're watching the RP Show. No game plus this week because of Blast Premiere. But we are live on YouTube and Facebook and 24-hour sports radio for Suds Full Service Car Wash at rodpeterson.com. Head to YouTube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Hey, honey, can you get one of the kids to show me how this Twitter thing works? Honey, I need to get on Instagram. Time for more of the Rod Peterson Show. It is. Welcome back, everybody, to the RP Show. And listen, our poll question today pertains to who should be the next number one play-by-play man on TSN. Can you do me a favor and figure out the difference between play-by-play and color before we go any further? I was going to say. Come on. Are you kidding me? You're sports fans, you think, and you don't know the difference between the play-by-play role and the color commentary role? The former players. Are right? the color people. The former coaches, they're the color. They're the analyst, right? They provide all the analysis of the play. The play-by-play guy describes the play. He's the lead. Typically not a former player. doesn't mean he couldn't be, but typically Henry Burris and Glenn Suter and those guys, those are the analysts on the show. I, 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 oh, that I, was, I, I can't believe in 2021 we're having this discussion. We're back to square one. And I love you people. But somebody mentioned Henry Burris is the number one play-by-play guy on CFL. There's so many things wrong with that, not the least of which is that he's a coach with the Chicago Bears right now. <laughs> Educate yourself. Can we bring in Rod Black, please? <laughs> Clark's like, yep. Get Rod Black on the screen. What are you? Hello, hey, boys. You got your hair cut? Salon's open out there? Somewhat. 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 <laughs> How you doing? You're very color-coded, and you look 
great. What are you rocking today? I should be, ready. I should be ready to play some golf is what I should be able to do. Uh, okay. Yeah. No, yeah, I'm yeah. not today. No, I'm not. Yeah, color coordinate. I don't know what color. Yeah, please. It's not Argo colors. Okay. We people always say, "Oh, you're wearing a certain color. You must be cheering for that certain team." We don't cheer yeah. for anybody. I'm trying to dupes. What color is that? That black and blue. That's like almost Carolina Panthers comes yeah. to mind now yeah. when I say that. But Carolina yeah. Panthers. That's it. Perhaps. There you go. Here you go. Tampa Bay Lightning, perhaps. Yeah. Maybe I don't know. Roderick, how did Hello. you feel? How did you feel about the the CFL news, the unanimous vote? Oh, man. You know, I think last time we talked, we we said we're going to talk, hopefully, when the season was going to open. So here we are. Um, I'm jacked. I'm juiced. uh, I'm jabbed. I'm vaccinated. That that helps, too. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, I think everybody's excited. I think it's great for Canada. It's great for the sports fan in Canada. Uh, it shows another sign that we're starting to get back to normal somewhat. I know, I know there still are concerns and safety precautions and everybody out there has to be uh, obviously aware that we're still not out of this yet. But man, I, I don't know about you guys. I mean, I, I've really missed Canadian football, especially after losing it all of last year. And we had a real concern, you guys, that if we didn't see it this year, you know, what was the future? So, hey, it's all great news. I'm sure you're hearing it from the fans. Uh, I know it's only a 14-game schedule. I know this, and I know the Great Cup's going to be in December. Who cares? Something is better than nothing. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, the, the players have agreed to 19 or more amendments to the CBA. Like, everybody just wants to play. But as I look over your shoulder, are you at home, Rod? Yeah, yeah. I, the Argo helmet over Uh-oh. your shoulder is going to bring about, there must have some significance to you, but people are going to say, oh, he's an Argo fan. I knew uh, it. No, I'm not. Here we go. Here, There's a Ticat helmet over there, too. I got uh, every helmet. Okay. I got a rider helmet here, too, somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, don't see yeah, that. No. Here, I'll just, <laughs> here, just in case you, it's the, the air. That, no, that is the, uh, that is, uh, I don't even know why I got that. You know, honestly, I get a lot of uh, stuff, and I don't keep a lot of stuff. I really don't. And so what happens is I end up giving it to an auction and I just probably don't think that I, I gave that one away. So cool. anyway, I yeah. have lots of look at. Hey, well, yeah, there you are. You're, what do you what do you got in front of you there? You got a UC helmet. You got a well, you got a Canada face mask, mask, which is great. Got Vladdy yeah. here. How about that? Did you? Oh, yeah. Oh, Vladdy. So you got to You got to represent everything. I think I got everything in here. So got try to get represent every sport. I mean, it. It goes to show you that we have we have absolutely no life. Oh, I know. But you you were you were starting to say something. You said, "How about that something?" What were you getting to? Um, you know, I was I was I, I guess you know I, I I think there were a lot of people that were really concerned last year, and there was a lot of heat on the commissioner of the Canadian Football League on the CFLPA. Uh, I, I, I think I'm really proud of the owners and everybody trying to find a way. I mean, it could have been very easy that they could have probably just shut down. But it was, you know, maybe no news on the background was good news the way it came out this way. I, I always kind of felt that it was going to happen. We just had to wait until we could probably see more vaccinations, Rod, um, so we can see fans in the stands. Uh, and we probably had to see that, you know, maybe this, you know, the, the numbers are going to drop seriously and they're starting to drop seriously across the country. So it's all good news. All yeah, good absolutely. News. So when you get in the booth, I got to ask your thoughts on this. We had Charleston Hughes sitting in that chair right here yesterday. He plays for 
Toronto. Right there. Like there you go, right there. Yeah, over there. Right yeah. There. But hey, right it's, there. it's musical chairs, Rod. Like your depth charts are gonna be you can't oh, use any from the last time dude, these guys played. Dude, yeah. I, I was, yeah, everything changes. Uh, it is unique. It's unlike it's ever been before. You know, I, I think, I remember there was a time when the quarterbacks all changed in the league. And then, but it was only the quarterbacks. I mean, there are players that have shifted so much during free agency uh, and trades. Uh, the team here in Toronto, where I am, uh, man, they made some serious changes. Pinball Clemens has made some significant moves. Uh, I, I think Saskatchewan, the, the Dion Lacey move was was huge. I mean, losing some players that, that you know, the Rough Riders lost, but they're still, in my mind, one of the powerhouses out west. I, my thing is, like, people are asking me, like, who do you think? I mean, clearly, the you know, you go back, you, you can't even go back a year and a half ago, Rod, to say, well, you know, Winnipeg, Hamilton, or Saskatchewan and Hamilton, or, you know... You can't. You, it, anything could happen, I suppose, in a 14-game schedule. And the powers have shifted. But I do still think the powers at BR are, you know, certainly still in Hamilton and Winnipeg and Saskatchewan. And and, and likely, you know, probably with the Argos who have, have really, I don't even want to say reloaded. They, they, they loaded up. So we'll see. But here's the thing. No preseason games, which may be good for some people. They're going to shake off some rust for a few weeks. You better get off to a good start. Well, I don't know how much thought you've put into this. I've been thinking about it just now. Ryan Dinwiddie's maiden voyage guiding the Argos. Mm. Paul Lapalise mm. in Ottawa. Rick Campbell mm. in BC. And these are just mm. the coach. Some mm. delicious storylines. Right, in Edmonton. Yeah. You love that kind of stuff, the storylines. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, that, that's the thing. It, and it, there's a beauty to it. I, I actually saw Lapo recently. Uh, um, and during a sad occasion, during Chris Schultz's uh, memorial, uh, you know, losing Schultz uh, over the last few months really was a sad, uh, sad news to all of us, all the Canadian football fans. But had a really good long chat with uh, Lapo that day and how much he was loving Ottawa and, and looking forward, you know, to rekindling uh, his relationship with Matt Nichols again. And you saw what happened with Nichols and, and, and Nick Arbuckle, who um, basically it was a free agency trade. Uh, at, at the same time, uh, free trade, I guess you could say. Uh, it was so. It was. It was such a bizarre off season. You just never knew who was going to go where and who was going to do what. And I still think, hey, they're you know, I don't know how the rosters are going to be cut down or pared down or what happens, but there are going to be some seriously talented football players who be, could become available before August fifth. That also could switch teams before then. But you're right. I love the storylines with the coaches and. And uh, the good guy coaches in the league, too. You know, the, you, all those guys that you mentioned are such good guy coaches, um, like the guy that you have in Regina, who is a great guy. And uh, we shall see. I mean, I, I'm just, I, you can see I'm a little giddy because I, I'm, I'm excited to get back at it. I wish we could get back at it tomorrow. Well, you were in the league long before I was. I mean, Kahari Jones, super dude. Orlando Steinauer, oh. super dude. O'Shea, yeah. if you get to know him, super dude. If you don't, super guy. Eh, yeah, he looks like he, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean. Good but you fish just... with. Uh, yeah. I mean, if yeah, your, your relationships. That's one thing about the CFL, Rod. You know this. Everybody who covers this league knows this. The relationships that you really build. You see, I'm sure you had it with Charleston in your studio yeah. the other day. The players in this league are just good, good people for the most part, and they want to do good work in the community. And generally, they live in your community afterwards. And and that goes to the coaches too. And you're right. We you know we've hey 
we, we have, there have been some uh, bad actors in our league in many ways. There have been some jerks in the league. There have been some jerk coaches in the league too. Guess what? They don't last long generally. So um, the good guy Canadian Football League is uh, ready to launch again. Yes, you nailed it. You nailed it. I could talk to you about this stuff forever. But the, the one thing oh, is yeah. why I hate when coaches get fired in any league is that they're they're good coaches. They got hired for a reason, and they are people too. Mark Tressman and I talked about mm -hmm. that, like how much it hurt him mm. when he got fired by the Bears. Like he's a great coach, yep. right? Yeah, and great coach, great person, by the way. Yes, Just, like unique, kind of quirky. Obviously, like, I mean, if people yeah. could say that professorial, like, you know, they say that Mark Tressman's a fascinating, fascinating guy. Um, yes. And and one of the most successful coaches, I dare I say that, you know, likely could be in the, the Hall of Fame yeah. as well uh, for what he has done. Right. The, the fans don't see that. Right. And that's the no. best part when you can get a peek behind the curtain in whatever documentary mm. you do or whatever. Hey, I just wanted to chat with you about the playoffs in the association. I've been watching casually mm. Canada's team not in them anymore, but holy smokes, two games tonight. That series are 2-2. Kawhi's out tonight. How much are you enjoying the NBA playoffs? Oh, I love it. I, you know, I, I, it's it, unique because I think I chatted with you a couple of years ago and the Raptors had won the NBA championship and I was pivoting the next day to go to a, a CFL opener in Edmonton that night. And I think I didn't get any sleep doing that game. So scrambling that, and that was the last opener that I did on time. So now we're looking forward to August 5th. So now I got a little time to be a, a fan and watch uh, the NBA. I, I feel bad for Kawhi Leonard and the, and the Clippers. Uh, because of that injury. That dunk the other night, by the way, might have been the all-time greatest NBA playoff dunk I've ever seen. And that just goes to show you the kind of player he is. But it's a bizarre postseason, Rod. It's bizarre in, in hockey. It, it, it's been bizarre in basketball for sure. Uh, you know, the teams that play team defense and grind it out seem to win. You, you don't know how to predict. I'd hate to be a Las Vegas odds maker. Chris Paul, you know, now being part of that protocol uh, platform that they have will could miss some games in the Western finals, which is so sad for the NBA fan. But, you know, the Clippers are going to miss Kawhi Leonard. Without Kawhi Leonard, they, they, they may not be able to advance. And then last night you saw what happened as well when, you know, you can't finish. The Milwaukee Bucks, for whatever reason, this team cannot finish big games. And the Brooklyn Nets, who I still think have the – what would you call him? The MUP, most unstoppable player. And Kevin Durant just seemed to turn it up. And yeah, they're the dream team, but they've been hurt too. So any of the teams that are left now, honestly, in my mind, could win the championship. My money, my betting money probably would be on the Nets right now because I think they are getting healthier and, and they are so, so damn good. So well, damn good. The Phoenix Sun story is, Phoenix Sun story, by the way, is spectacular. And, yes, and Chris is. Paul, Chris Paul doing what he's doing. Uh, he's a future Hall of Famer. Uh, I don't think anybody saw the Phoenix Suns before this season began advancing to the NBA Finals. There's a very good chance they could. Why would you see them advance? They never do. Not since Steve Nash was a player. But the, the feeling of hopelessness in the Valley of the Sun was just... I felt so bad for oh, them. Yeah. So for they come around, but speaking of Nash, and I'll end on this, what a wonderful storyline for Canadians to pull for. Like the Nets, everybody hates them. I get it. I like that. I <laughs> yeah. like Harden, Durant, what they're doing there, Kyrie. But Steve Nash, man, like, there's the team you want to cheer for. Yeah, it, it, if you can't cheer for Steve Nash, or if you don't like Steve Nash, you, you don't like basketball, and you don't like Canada <laughs> basketball. And, you know, he, he's his story is just so unique. And for 
you know, I, I was talking to my kids the other day about the first chance I really had a chance to do an interview with Steve was years ago. He was at Santa Clara and this, and I, I'm, just, I'm watching him on the sideline thinking, man, who would have ever thought this underrated small school, this guy was about to get drafted, gets drafted as the highest Canadian at the time, changes the NBA the way they play the game right now. There might not be a Steph Curry if it wasn't for the way that Steve Nash played the game at the time, you know, pass first, three-point shot, all of those things. And then to see him on the sideline as a coach, and, and, and oh, by, by the way, also become a two-time MVP and a Hall of Famer. Uh, I think he's had a tough job, though, Rod. I think it's, it's not easy. I don't think it's easy to coach uh, superstars. But the best thing for him, him is he's been around it. You know, remember he went to L.A. with that dream team, and he's around Kobe and all of them. And he saw that, you know, you, you might have great players, but you might not win. And so what is that elixir or that potion? I, I like the way he manages the game. But um, it's, it's so cool to see him out there. And, and, and yeah, to, we, get, we have to have some sort of Maple Leaf rooting interest right now until, uh, you know, the Raptor season begins or we see more Canadians yeah. in well, the NBA final. And, and Nash was with Golden State. He got a ring as, I think he was at a consultant. So I'm sure he learned a little bit there about <laughs> egos and stars, right? I will tell you a quick story about Steve Nash. Um, to tell you how driven this guy is and how much he loves the game. And he, by the way, is a huge, uh, he's a well-read person. He's a, um, a huge historian on, on, a, on Canadian and American history, world history. He's a smart guy. He just didn't go to college to play basketball. He's a smart guy. But uh, to give you an idea of how hard he, he works at a craft is, I go back to, uh, oh man, this is early 90s. I was in Victoria. Uh, he had the key to his high school, St. Michael's, and he said, yeah, I'd love to do this little interview with you, but I'd like to shoot. Uh, I got to I gotta shoot around. Do you mind shagging for me? And I went, shag? What? <laughs> what? what? <laughs> oh, 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 you mean, yeah, get the ball. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so uh, I, he had to make 300 three-pointers. Make 300 three-pointers. And, you know, just do the average. He was probably shooting around maybe 38 to 40%. So we were there for a good couple hours. I was sweating much more than Steve was. But I just, I, at that time, as a young kid, I, I saw this, this incredible uh, obsession he had with the game and passion and, and work ethic. And he's taken it to coaching. Whatever he does, whatever Steve Nash does, yeah. he takes it to the highest, highest level. That's why he, and for all the kids out there who are watching who play a sport, um, you know, don't be bitter, be better. That was his thing. Every Watch single him. day, B-E-D, yeah. better every day. And that's Steve Nash. And I... Yeah, I, you know, I, I, hey, if the Brooklyn Nets don't get through, don't think for a moment that they might want to make a coaching change. That's the way the NBA works. But I, <laughs> I have a feeling that Steve could, Steve could be slipping a, a ring on his finger with this team. A wonderful catch-up. Rod, thank you for the time. Yeah. And I look forward to CFL football with you. Oh, buddy, I can't wait. I'll give you a COVID hug. There you go. And, um, <laughs> Thanks, Blackie. Yeah, I'll see you. Hey, it's great that we start out west, so... Uh, we will get together for lunch, a coffee. Uh, we'll get oh, yeah. together somehow. You I, need to get I, in I here. Wait. I will be there. I'll be. Yeah. I'll bring Dwayne in, but you might have to bring a caterer. <laughs> oh, it's we're good with Done. that. Trust me, we're good with that. Yeah. <laughs> Done. All, All right. right. Thanks, Thanks right. boys. Have a great Thanks. day. Have a great week. And hey, happy CFL season. There you go. Far away. (laughs) Thank you, man. Rod Black joining us from Toronto. Just one of the all-time great dudes in sport. We'll be right back with a sports update and full-on viewer takeover. Our poll questions got him going today. You're watching the RP Show, Game Plus TV Network, YouTube, and Facebook Live, and 24-hour sports radio for Suds Full Service Car Wash at RodPeterson.com. 
Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Did you know you can catch all the best moments from the show on all our social media platforms? Now back to the studio with Rod. Welcome back, everybody. Going to jump into a sports update here. Clint Frazier snapped an eighth inning tie with a pinch hit double, and the New York Yankees hit three solo homers to beat Toronto 6 5 Tuesday night. Frazier hit a grounder inside the third baseline to score pinch runner Tyler Wade from second as the Yankees completed a comeback from a 5 2 deficit and won for the third time in 10 games. Bo Bichette homered and had a two run single for the Jays. They'll do it again with the Yankees. Tonight in Buffalo, Nikita Kucherov continues to lead the Stanley Cup playoffs in scoring after adding three helpers in Tampa's 4-2 victory over the Islanders. Game three tomorrow, they shift to Long Island. Tonight, it's Montreal and Vegas from T-Mobile. Canada is through to the final round of World Cup qualifying action. The Canadians moved on after collecting a solid 3-0 win over Haiti. An otherworldly performance by Kevin Durant has given the Brooklyn Nets the edge in their Eastern Conference semifinals with the Bucks. Durant had 49 points, and Brooklyn beat Milwaukee 114-108 last night, tying up that... No, they took a 3-2 series lead. This sports update for the Tab Brewhouse and drive through Liquor Store, and for Red Bull Canada, Red Bull gives you wings. So... Rod Black, as we mentioned off the top of the show, was a late ad today. I thought it was just going to be Darren and I for all of our one, which would have been just fine. Would have been great. Black, he crushed it, though, as expected. But I was just saying to Darren, let's just do a back and forth with the viewers. Let's rock it. Let's kick it old school and get them. That's the way we used to do it. For those of you that have been with us for a long time, it was just us. That's right. That's where that topic of this is the view for sports fans came from. It's like, let's just sit and have coffee and talk. So let's do that until the top of the hour with the viewers. Amen. Because the poll is getting a lot of steam. The poll question today for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center. And I did not expect this to be a thing. For Capital Automall Universal Collision Center, who should be the CFL on TSN's number one play-by-play man? Rod Black, Gord Miller, Rod Smith, or Farhan Lalji? And there's a lot more votes on it than we normally get. And you, you or Clark inform me why. The fifth, the fifth man of this, Dustin Nielsen in Edmonton, has retweeted it. So now all of Edmonton's going nuts, saying we want Dustin Nielsen. And so, as I said off the top of the show, don't get mad at me because I didn't put him in the... There's only four options. And I said, I will just say out of seniority, these guys have all been at TSN longer, and I believe they all want the job. But I think the funny thing about this with Gord Miller leading, I don't think Gord wants to do it. I think Gord's happy doing his 10 games a year. Yeah, He's the normal Leafs-Sens guy. He's a hockey guy. Tells you people really love Gord Miller. That's what that tells me. But if you just tuned in or you weren't watching earlier, Jermaine Franklin said on this show, he wants the job. James Duffy said on this show, he wants that job. That's a highly coveted job. And these are all just TSN people. Let's look outside the building at who might want. It's a highly coveted position. 
Why are they getting so upset in Edmonton? I get, I get the sense that Dustin Nielsen's upset that he was not in our top four. Well, or his his supporters for sure. For sure, and you know that's all you can want if you're him, right? Is the supporters backing him up, just like the people calling for your name to be in that in that running? You know, as we look at outside the box names, obviously, you know, fans in this league think of you very highly. You know, Mark Lee's the second name that we've come up with that's that's been brought in by our viewers in terms of outside right. the TSN family. You know, it's funny, Dustin, we've t- and him and I have talked about this too. He's got a really interesting opportunity because he's got a really good thing going on in Edmonton. But he's such an Edmonton guy now that does he want to do national and does the country see him that way? Edmonton does, but just Cal- ask Calgary what they think, right? You know, it, it's fun what he's built, but uh, I think the four guys we picked are pretty good and... You know, look, at, there's a ton of people that are capable for this job, right? Jim Mullen's done lots of play-by-play in the past. Now he's the president of Football Canada. Yep. Big supporter. You know, Tim McAuliffe, our friend at, uh, at Sportsnet, he's done tons of play-by-play. Arash has done some play-by-play. And those are all big Canadian football guys. Yep. You know, there's, there's, there's a lot. And then you go down, you know, the female roster, which we haven't even explored yet. You know, Claire Hanna's name's come up. Kate Burness's name has come up. You know, do they are they capable of doing play by play? I don't know. I've never heard them call a game. Um, and then there's countless university sports names that could come up. So it'd be I, I'm sure they've been doing their homework on this for a long time. We did ours in 30 seconds, okay, to come up with with the poll. So I get where that's coming from, but uh, it's fun. And clearly, our viewers in this country is pretty passionate about. Uh, well, they who, just who love talking the about person. that. Yeah, they love talking about that. Um, as you can see, I'm having more problems today with my earpiece. I don't know why. Why do you, you don't have any problems like that? No. Because you don't clip it to the back of your shirt. I don't That's clip why. it. I rock the two and uh, pretty good. Yeah, you know what? The thing is people get really excited about the announcer talk because you feel like you know them. They're in your car. They're in your tractor cab. They're in your home, right? You feel like you know them. Yeah. Rick Reschenthaler writes and he says, I miss Walby's Warriors. Jordan Ewart says Rod and Darren should be lead guys on the call. Well, what's funny about that is I think it's clear. I've said it and have displayed it. I'm not looking for a job in the CFL at all. This is what we want to do. This is what I want to do. I can't speak for you. But it's fun to be able to stand and have a stand outside and have a discussion like this because I don't have a dog in the hunt, as they say. Yeah. Uh, isn't it easier to do it that way? For I don't know. Sure. Maybe you want to be the play-by-play guy on TSN. Hey, look it. If I can say that I want to do it, I want to do it. I would, I would take that job in a heartbeat. Um, I love calling games. Um, I've you know, started doing it at the university level and I've been doing it at all other levels. But I'm not, I mean, they're not going to look at me for that job yet. I get that. Um, I do like calling games, but it is. This is fun. I mean, we get to spend here, spend our mid-mornings talking about that's the stuff. games. That's <laughs> yeah. fun. And then we can go to the games or watch them on TV as fans, and it's a lot less stressful. That's for sure. Uh, Brian Kosak says Sportsnet uses local announcers for hockey games, and in most cases, their colors show. I'd hope TSN wouldn't do that for football. You, we're going to take a break here right away, but it, you're never going to get away from that. Suitors often told me, you know, anybody that's not a Ryder fan accuses them of being a Ryder fan in the booth, and then Ryder fans accuse them of hating the Ryders. You know, and like Cuthbert says, he wears a blue tie, and everybody thinks he's a bomber fan. You know, like, it's just, stop it. You know, the whole thing with the Leafs. Yeah, I thought 
There was too much love on Leafs broadcast for Austin Matthews, but that's just me. A lot of people probably didn't feel that way. The networks can't think about that because you're not going to please everybody. From Jen at the Four Seasons, what grinds my gears? The CFL just announced two days ago they're going to play, and I have heard a lot more complaining about the schedule than just being happy we are at least playing. Ugh! Can't fix stupid. Let's be back. Let's come back for viewer takeover. We're watching the RP show on uh, YouTube and Facebook Live today and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Send us your opinions now. We won't victimize you unless you really deserve it. Now, back to your host, Rod Peterson. Welcome back, everybody. This is, uh, it's been a fun day. They all are, of course, but this is extra fun. Moose with me. We got uh, producer Clark here, director Jordan. And where's the Rocco this week? Have I just not seen him? Oh, right. Oh, so we're not on TV, so he's he only, bails. He's only here when we're on Game Plus, which we're not this week. We're preempted. So I appreciate those watching online, the streaming for the week. <laughs> Troy in Toronto from Sober Athletic, where writes in, he says, I think John Frenzy secretly retired from the RP show so he could come out of retirement to swoop in and steal the head CFL play-by-play announcer job. How about that? How about you know, that? Of all the topics on the table of this golden corral of sports talk today, bad officiating last night in Tampa, Golden Knights Habs tonight, Blue Jays blow their sixth save in a month. All they want to talk about is the TSN play-by-play job. Oh, I know. Have you noticed? I know. Who are they going to listen to? That's what they want to know. And I'm here for it. I'm okay with it. Yeah. Mandy in Edmonton says, just saw Dave Campbell saying Elks special teams coordinator A.J. Gass leaving for personal reasons. Can't help but notice the timing between not having to coach on the payroll versus coaching on a payroll. I'm too dumb to completely understand what Mandy's saying. She's smarter than me. But can I say this? I talked to a buddy of mine this morning from the L.A. Kings. And I won't say why I was talking to you, but I... He said that he'd been laid off and not brought back during the pandemic. And how do you think that's going over for him? Do you know how many guys and gals there are like that? Oh, yeah. And it's just, you people don't understand what it's been like in sports. And I, I'm, I understand the restaurant industry sucked. I understand the movie industry, the concert industry, whatever industries that have sucked in the pandemic. But my, this is mine. So it sucked. And Charleston Hughes here yesterday. We were talking about the pandemic. It's like, ah, physically I'm okay, but mentally it's been, it's been really hard. My split with the riders. And I felt bad because I'm like, you know what, Chucky? I forgot about that. He left the riders. It wasn't nice. He went to the Argos, and we all just moved on with our lives because that's what people do. That's right. I never stopped to think about what Charleston Hughes went through and uprooting his life and moving and all that because nobody cares. It's not easy. Um, on the play-by-play, Tank Abbott watching in Canada's uh, energy capital. He says, I'd had the best two play-by-play guys calling my teams. Vikings with Paul Allen and when Rod was with the Riders. Unreal calls all around. Thank you, Tank. I appreciate that. But you found me here. What the heck? 
Yeah. No, did you see Robin yeah, and Prince yeah. Albert? You saw that? Uh-oh. He says, hey, Moose, the Raiders are looking for a new play-by-play guy. What happened to Shredden Redden? So Trevor Redden yesterday announced his resignation. What? He's stepping back. Um, he's staying in PA, though, staying with the radio station, but he wants, needs more work-life balance. That's what he Whoa. said. Whoa. You know, more time with, fa- with family, it's with kids nowadays, and those types of things. More work-life balance. So here's the deal. I'll do the Raider games, but you got to get me a helicopter. Because <laughs> I, I can't leave till the show's over, right? Every day. But I'll helicopter back I know and the forth. feeling when the Rough Riders were in training camp and God's team, the Regina Pats, were in the Memorial Cup in Regina and training camp was in Saskatoon. Remember me saying, I need a helicopter. Who? Can I borrow Jerry Jones? He's not using it right now. I- we need a sponsor for a helicopter and we'll do all the games you want. Yeah. Wherever you want. From Sober Athletic Wear. Seriously, I would love to see Matt Devlin do the job. He can announce anything and I would listen. He's just so good at his job. That's obviously the Raptors play-by-play guy. And he's done CFL games before, but I'm not sh- Who knows if he wants it or not. Andrew Nielsen says, I got terminated from my job in the CFL due to COVID. There's just a lot of people that continue to struggle here right now. And it sucks. And nobody cares. But I was in a period where I struggled and it sucked and nobody cared. So at the very least... I can help out those that are in that position today, and that's kind of what I was doing with my buddy with the L.A. Kings. But you, don't, you know what I mean? It's yeah. just life moves on. That's right. You want to break uh, now, Clark? Can we do that? You, you cool with that? Okay. Next hour, Darren Bombing from CFL360, NHL.com. He's out of Winnipeg. So we'll be talking with him about uh, Bombers and so forth and Murray McCormick of the Regina Leader Post to talk about the green and white. You look like you want to say something. No, you're good. good. Hour two coming up, everybody. No game, game plus today. YouTube and Facebook coming back after this break. Give me a helicopter. <laughs> For more Rod Peterson on demand, visit rodpeterson.com. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue. All in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound. All with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.